Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This production is meant to provide you meaningful support to find great careers faster. Whether you're working or not. Today on Job Seekers Radio, we're talking about how to prepare for college graduation, after college that is, or any graduation experience, I suppose. And what do I do now? We, our, our prior episode, we talked about the choices that we might make, and this sort of relates to that. We're, we're sort of addressing those who think they have a career path or they know basically what they want to do, uh, but they don't know how to take the first steps or maybe there's just, maybe there are too many steps to choose from, but how do I make these kinds of decisions? And there are probably as many different ideas on how to address this as there are people you can talk to, which is kind of the point. Well, we recognize that the people listening to this may be in school. They have obligations to fulfill there. They have term papers and finals to prepare for and all those things, the responsibilities of school. Having time or margin to actually participate in these activities is really important so that you're not doing it last minute. Right. Really, I think this process is to be a little more proactive. Hopefully you're not waiting until, you know, spring semester of your senior term right before graduation and crossing your fingers because that's really not a strategy. No, it isn't. It's not even a plan. Um, but it's what a lot of us do. Uh, we, we think we know what we're going to do and we just wait till the moment to strike and we jump and we realize we're not landing where we thought we would. So there are a whole lot of things that we can do to prepare for that graduation, whether that graduation is finishing a training program and jumping into a career, it could be, and that could be within a company, uh, it could be the, the actual university degree, whatever that looks like. The idea is getting out into the world before you graduate and finding out the, the specifics about this. One of the first things that people talk about is internships. There are a number of internships out there. Some are paid, many are not. And that's something you're going to want to consider. If you're in a situation where you need an income, an unpaid internship may be an option if you plan it well. It's gonna add a little pressure. It's all good, just be prepared for that. Many states actually have written laws that may prevent or preclude people from hiring unpaid interns. So in, in a lot of states, uh, it, it's going to vary on where you're at, but you may be able to get a paid internship most of the time. It didn't used to be that way. That's great. But the other thing to consider is full-time employment, is that you may be in school now and you may be able to get full-time employment at your intended target company. There's also ideas that you may be able to get on-campus employment if you haven't explored that already. The idea that you get to work in your industry, at least on the academic side of your industry, before you get out into the real world. These are all good opportunities to, to be employed, you know, having most, if not all, of the same responsibilities and deliverables that you're going to need in the outside world. Mm -hmm. I would recommend doing as much as your time and ability allows. Some people can really drive themselves. I have known people who had a full-time job, a part-time job, and went to school full-time and thrive because that's just where they get their energy. There are others that, that tried that and failed at everything. So they brought themselves back to just their academic career and they started thriving again. Whatever your style is, whatever works for you, that's what you should be doing. But you've got to start doing things that are going to lead you in the direction of a career. And that starts a 
a lot of times with the, this kind of networking for internships or other kinds of extracurricular work. You also may identify a handful of temporary agencies that interact with the companies you're interested in working for, or even in the industry that you're interested in, there may be agencies that that actually specialize in those kind of industries. So that's something to think about or consider when you're going through this process. Also, if you know people who do contract work in the industry that, that you would be interested in, you may be able to help them in such a way that you start getting experience you want. And there's very little investment that you need to make, and you often don't have to commit to long-term deliverables. Well, and it may not be that you're actually doing the work you'd be interested in doing, but you're in the company, you're interacting with people, you get to see from the inside, exactly. how does this really work? Yep. What sort of conversations they're having? What uh, problems do I typically see in the marketplace that I might be able to solve so that I know, okay, I see where I fit. Because I think for people coming out of college, they don't always see where do I fit. I just don't know. Yeah. And so by getting in there and actually doing an internship or part-time job or even volunteering, I've seen people volunteer to do work for free pro bono Maybe, you know, depending on how much margin you have in your schedule, of course. And that has led to something. You bring that point up. And I think about somebody that I spoke with fairly recently. Um, he's very interested in social activism, but social activists don't get paid for their work in most cases. It's usually something that there is some kind of grassroots effort that is starting and people get involved because they're passionate about it. But he wants to do more of that, but he needs to make money doing it. So this is one of those things where the networking is really going to pay off in the long term but he admits he may need to take a job to at least pay the bills while he pursues that. It, it's kind of a, a balancing act for him. What I think is his talent is being mindful of the opportunities as they arise. Mm -hmm. So he's been able to tap into things that help him. He knows his passion is still there. So how does he keep doing that? Well, that's probably 80% of the solution yep. is knowing what you're passionate about. And going out and doing the hard work of networking and identifying people and taking time out of your school schedule, your work schedule, and all these different things to actually do the hand-to-hand -hand combat that is job search is a lot easier when you're chasing something that matters to you. If you're the type to read uh, the news, for example, or certain publications where they're talking about the things that you do get passionate about, that you're considering for a career, they are usually in these stories going to mention organizations that are active in it. That's a good starting point to do research on the companies that are doing what you want to do. And company, I use that in a very general sense. It doesn't have to be a capitalist organization. It could be a social organization, but whatever that company is, they're doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Do some research on them. Find out who it is that's making decisions. Who's getting out into the community? How do you get involved? They will probably pick you up fairly quickly. This is an opportunity for you to start making a list, right? Make a list of companies. Make a list of job titles. Keep track of postings that you're seeing in the marketplace. And people so, you admire. Right. And so whatever those sources are, compile them somewhere so that you can actually address it, look at it, make some decisions, 
kind of map out what the post-graduation experience yeah. looks like for you so that you hit the ground running when you're done. This is a great idea because now you're going to be able to see where a lot of these dots connect anyway. And you wouldn't know that just by getting involved in a single uh, volunteer activity. By doing that kind of research and seeing who's connected to whom and how these interrelate, you're going to walk in now with more knowledge than you had if all you were relying on was the class that you took in whatever it is that you are mm -hmm. passionate about. So I would encourage you, if you're in college now, get yourself a LinkedIn profile. Start cataloging the experiences you're, you're undergoing in some of your college projects, some of the volunteering stuff you're doing on campus. If you're doing work study, talk about the work study programs you're in. Start documenting some of this stuff so that when you get to the point that you want to share that with other people, then you have it. You have it somewhere. LinkedIn is also a good resource as a search engine. So if you're trying to add to your list of companies or people or to do research, as we talked about, LinkedIn is an exceptional database of information mm -hmm. that you can take advantage of even while you're in school. Right, especially while you're in school. The topic of connecting with people on LinkedIn is something we've, we've discussed in other uh, podcasts, but it is very useful in this context. The idea is you don't just send a request to connect. If you don't have a message on that, a lot of people simply won't spend the time to look. Uh, if they don't already know you, or at least that they remember having met you in some fashion, they, they may not respond at all. It's usually a good idea, a best practice, when sending a, a link uh, request to explain why you're asking them. Make sure that it's obvious you've put some thought into this and ask them for information or advice. This is something that whatever reason you're looking for work, as you're working your network, if you ask somebody if they have a job, they generally won't. But if you ask them for information or advice about your area of interest, many people will give you at least the advice if they don't have specific information. So here's your opportunity as you've done this research, you find people, whether it's in the news or somewhere else, that they seem to be dialed into what you want to do. Ask them to connect, but tell them why. Tell them what you've already been working on and then ask them for information and advice and the chances are pretty good you'll get a response. Absolutely. We'll leave links in the show notes that go over all those topics, including a series that we've done on uh, the anatomy of a networking conversation. We've also converted that into an ebook for you to download on the website. Just go to jobseekersradio.com. You'll see plenty of links there to access that information. But I think that the moral of that story is there's always somebody to talk to. Absolutely. And we can either stay in our little bubble of school and, and party and, and learn and do whatever, uh, right. but we can also take a chance and reach out to people we don't know, even though it may be uncomfortable, to have a conversation, to learn something, as Cleon uh, so eloquently tells us, right? I'm just looking to learn something and, and have fun. There is a lot to be said about leaving your comfort zone. And there are a whole bunch of quotes out there that, that I'm not even going to try to to reiterate. But if getting out there is not your thing, it's not your style preference, you would much rather stay reactive. There's nothing wrong with being reactive. It's just not going to work as quickly. And if you're about to graduate, you probably don't have the time. You're going to need to push yourself to reach out. And for those for whom uh, getting out of the comfort zone 
comes more easily or this is already something you've practiced and you get excited about, good for you. Don't beat yourself up over whatever position you're in, but do get out there. Be the, the person who makes the first the first movement on this. There's all but always someone out there that you can talk to, whether that's in your location. If it's somebody, say, in another country, but who is really well-versed on it, they will have something of interest to you. So don't hesitate to reach out. I would suggest that if you're young and you're just coming out of college and you don't have a lot of constraints that you should not put constraints on your search and a lot of times unless there's you know of course there's things that come up where you have to be close to family i get all that so you may have some unnegotiable non-negotiable constraints i get it but if you if you don't don't constrain anything okay until you know exactly what you want to do keep geography open be willing to relocate anywhere for the right opportunity. And if you think you have some kind of restriction within your realm of responsibilities, talk to the people involved because you may not be as restricted as you think. It could be in your head. When you're planning this thing out, and if I'm looking at the time horizon and I've got you know, 18 months till graduation or even six months to graduation, I'm keeping my field of vision open right. so that I'm considering jobs anywhere, I'm considering most any title, any company, until I know exactly what it is I want. You know, it, this brings up a point to me that what we're dealing with is change management. The, the, the primary concern when facing change is uh, there, there's a, a process you can go through. There, there are several, there are a whole bunch of different theories out there and the different stages you go through. The, the one that I've been working with most recently is a methodology on how to actually embrace and implement change. But you go through a period of a, gaining awareness and then uh, gaining desire to do it, you need to work on your knowledge of whatever it is that you're going to be changing to. But the idea is focusing on your current state and keeping your eye on your future state. But as you're working through this, remember that you are constrained most by those internal roadblocks that happen. The external roadblocks, whether it's money, whether it's uh, your current position, whatever that is, those you can work with mm -hmm. because you know what they are. It's the internal roadblocks that generally keep us from, from taking our next step. So that's probably what we need to work on first. And I'm sure there's no lack of anxiety, right? So money, you mentioned money. I'm thinking also student loan debt, right? Is that I've only got so much runway to find a job before I have to pay that debt. So the sooner you can make that decision without having to make a decision maybe to go back to school so you can defer your debt right. so that you can add more debt. you know. So there's this kind of vicious cycle that happens if, if you're not proactive in this process. Yeah, yeah that's a really good point. Uh, again, action is going to help you even if it's not where you're most comfortable. Whatever you do, do it now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Whatever you do. So if you're headed, uh, you know, preparing for graduation or you know somebody who's preparing for graduation, would you just share this podcast with them? We would like to open up their minds and help support their success. Yeah, you'll, you'll find the show notes and the resources. They're all at jobseekersradio.com forward slash 036. While you're there, we have a free gift for you. It's, it's an electronic download of Anatomy of a Networking Conversation. It's an ebook that'll walk you through the steps required to have a successful networking interaction 
in the marketplace. And we'd love to, to have you help others with that as well. You got it. When you have a chance, if you would hop on over to iTunes, this is where all of the rate and review infrastructure is really important to the success of our podcast. And I think if you've gotten value from this, I would hope your rate and review would help someone else see the value as well. And if you have some feedback on what we could do that uh, will help you more, give us that information too. We love answering questions. We like getting this feedback. So please don't, don't hesitate to tell us how we could help you further. You can access that iTunes link at uh, jobseekersradio forward slash iTunes. That'll take you right to the page where you can leave a review for us. Thanks everybody for joining us. I'm Scott. And I'm Andrew. Until, until next, next time. Until next time. <laughs> start where you are with what you've got right now. Go for it. <laughs>